Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. Today, we are sponsored by TheMaximusPodcast.com. Visit www.TheMaximusPodcast.com. Click the drop-down menu and join now for $24.99 a month. I stumbled a bit there. I am the worst sales human <laughs> in the world. But, but you are human. It is important that people human. recognize it. You may have a 980-pound deadlift. But you are still human. Yeah, I can't. I can't keep a sentence straight, Joe. <laughs> well, you just—if you deadlift nine hundred and eighty pounds, it's going to be hard to keep a sentence. Straight. Don't need to. I fried my CNS. Or whatever <laughs> you'd say. But yeah, twenty four ninety nine a month or one hundred and ninety nine for the year. Personally, I do the one hundred and ninety nine for the year because then you're just locked in and, and you save yourself some money. But you get daily workouts. You get videos from Joe and I. You get access to a community of of Maximus Podcast lovers from all over the world uh, extremely supportive and especially in this day and age of social distancing it gives you a network of friends and and we're going to get into this but like you guys are getting locked down so whether you like it or not you better start making some online friends and, and start transitioning yeah. it's, it's the old adapter or or die kind of deal so it's a way to look after your mental health there are full programs on there and there are some uh pieces of knowledge that joe and i drop there that, that we don't give away anywhere else and, and frankly it's also a way for you to support us in this podcast it, it's kind of funny people think the podcast is free because they don't pay for it but there's a lot of time and energy and resources and stuff that comes out of our end to to provide you with this so if you want to support it's a great way to support we don't just want to start a gofundme and just ask for something for free so you, you want to you want to support us by buying us buying our stuff awesome now on that note the closures are starting you know, I just, just like literally 10 minutes ago, I got the text message that our governor is shutting down gyms. Official announcement, 6 p.m. tonight. So this is happening in short order now. And listen, a big part of me, and I, and I don't really want to get into this whole thing. I'm on the fence with this whole thing, Joe. Like, like I, 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 <laughs> we, we talk about this like literally every day. This has to come up in some some respect. This is just an ongoing conversation. So uh, I, I will recognize on the get-go that it's not an easy situation. No, and, and a big part of me, like there's two parts of me, right? There's a part of me that is very, I want to do what's right for society and the, and the greater good and, and help people and, and protect the vulnerable and, and all that kind of stuff. And so in, in ways I'm, I'm not against closing my gym, but on the other hand, Joe, I do find it offensive and it makes me really angry, frankly, that I might be expected to close my gym, but then the Home Depot doesn't have to close and Target doesn't have to close and the toy store doesn't have to close and the GameStop doesn't have to close because somehow video games are essential <laughs> or like in Florida, the WWE, and I love the WWE more than anybody, but they, they, they got deemed an essential service. It's like, well, why would I close my gym? And so now you're in this philosophical fight or battle. And deep down, what I really believe is gyms are essential. I mean, the one thing they've shown with COVID is the healthier you are going into it, the healthier you are coming out of it. And yeah. so I don't, I don't want to take people's fitness away. And, and I think people should be forced to come to it. You know, you're forced to, I mean, you're going to force someone to do something. Don't force them to wear a mask, force them to get their ass to the gym and get in shape. Well, let's, I mean, let's take, take the 10,000 foot view on that, on that position. And it's pretty straightforward. If everybody in the society was in really good shape, we'd be way more durable when stuff like this happens. 
Yeah, I mean, but, but but since since we're in the you know the midst of an obesity epidemic, everybody's got you know metabolic dysfunction. You know, most people are are overweight and out of shape and kind of generally unhealthy. Then the littlest thing is going to be a, a travesty. And so I, yeah. I understand, like, I don't think this is the time though to to get in shape. This is the time where like having been in shape has value. And and I agree that I think one of the worst things we can do is take people who are already in good shape and take that away from them. Yeah. And th- think about it. This just like uh, you're talking about a 10,000 foot view. What do you think is going to protect you more having a mask or, you know, uh, not being 50 pounds overweight? Yeah. Like, that's a no brainer. Well, you know what what I mean? they, they, they talk about like uh, people with comorbid- comorbidities, more than one risk factor is a real issue. And like how your body responds to this thing. What if you had no risk factors? Well, Instead shit. of overlapping risk factors, you literally had none. Like I, I would think that would make you more durable. And by the way, if you're overweight, you don't just have one. Yeah. You probably have five or six. You have diabetes, you have blood pressure problems, you have lungs, but but we we digress. Here's the reality for you listening at home. We could spend eight hours on some philosophical talk, whether we should shut down, whether we shouldn't shut down, whether we should wear a damn mask, whether we shouldn't wear a mask, like what what the right thing to do is. And I don't think anyone really knows, which is a whole nother topic, Joe. But yeah. I will tell you this, you're probably going to be affected by this because if you're listening to this and you have a membership at lifetime and they decide to shut down, you don't have a gym membership anymore. If gold, you have a membership there and they decide to shut down, you don't have a gym membership. So like, I don't really give a shit what your philosophical views in this are. <laughs> you can you can believe whatever the hell you want. You can go fly a flag. You can well, and, 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 mask, and, you can yell at people online. That's cool. The reality is you're probably going to be affected. So you guys need to like start making a plan. Yeah. Well, and, and, and recognize like you and I don't get to make the decision. I'm not the governor, man. You know, like yeah. I'm not, I don't. And, and I can't imagine that I am. I can't sit here an armchair quarterback the entire government and tell them that they're wrong. I don't know what data they're looking at. You know, yeah. if, if, if I'm sitting in the governor's, you know, closed door COVID-19 response meeting and they pull up a bunch of charts that say, gosh, we've had, you know, 6,000 deaths relate back to outbreaks that happened in gyms. I might say something like, shit, we need to shut a gym down. You know, I don't have access to all that information. Yeah. I'm not the person that they're presenting their case to. So I don't know. I, I hope no. That they're ba- they're basing all of this stuff off of like you know logic and reason and not just pulling stuff out of their butts. Uh, I, I believe that most human beings are intelligent enough to 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 go that route. But again, it's not up to you and me. And so we're we're just reacting to a reality that's occurring. And like you said, it's time to just have a plan. It's time to have yeah, a plan and just start thinking your way through this. You're at the mercy. And, and listen, I don't come down. And if, 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 if the government tells you to close and you don't want to close, that's your business. I'm not going to judge you. It is. It is a free country. I get it. <laughs> it like really I is. love rights. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and I've been there. I would be pissed if my gym closed. And then and this may be a true story. I try to do the, what I thought was the right thing and close. And then I go to Home Depot and there's 9 million people crowded in there. And it's like yeah. a party. Like, yeah. it's like, no, I'm not closing my gym anymore. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against or for anyone doing what's best for business, but for the regular person living at home, if I have a, a gym membership to, to lifetime and I make use of the sauna and I make use of the shower and all of a sudden they shut all that down, I'm out of luck. Like yeah. I can't, I can't call up. What's the CEO of lifetime's name? 
uh, uh, Bahra Makrati. Yeah, I can't call him up and say, hey, listen, pal, this is some Jordan location where close to where I live. You better keep this shit open. To his credit, he's been making the case that gyms are essential, that people's fitness should be a priority. And, and listen, I, I'm biased, but I think he's right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. And, 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 and one more thing I want to throw out there. I don't know what the difference between a barbell and then like an avocado that 19 of my neighbors has touched at the grocery store is trying to check if it's ripe or not. You know what I mean, Joe? Like yeah, yeah. If, if here's my deal, if I'm going to walk in, I, I get if grocery stores force you to drive up and they put stuff in your trunk with hazmat suits and stuff. Cool. But if, if I can go into the grocery store and touch stuff on the shelves and use the self checkout that everybody else has touched, mm-hmm. I should be able to go swing around a barbell. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But that's, I'm a gym owner. So don't, don't trust my opinion on that because I'm probably biased. Yeah. But here's the deal. You are, and, and we'll get right down to business because we are starting to ramble as we often do, <laughs> but you need a plan because you may shut down. So we're going to give you kind of five steps to follow here. Yeah. That because you, 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 you can't just give up and roll over and not get, I mean, you, you it. can, but then again, like not you're letting your fitness tumble. You're not yeah. doing any self-care. We're, we're all really stressed out. I mean, this has been a rough year for people. Uh, this is not the time to do that. This is not the time. Oh, to say, well, I quit and I'm just going to crawl into a bottle and die. Like, you're going to be a still. fucking mess. Yeah. And, and your, your mental health is going to go to shit. It's going to be a disaster. So number one, don't panic. Yeah. And the reason I say don't panic is I have been a part of the, what I call the global gym machine. Mm-hmm. the big box gym mentality. And I grew up in an era where people would have you believe that you need equipment, that you need a gym, that you need a special program, that you need all these things. And I mean, I'm here to tell you, you can get fit at home. You don't need okay. anything. You want to get fit with no gear? You can get fit with no gear. Now, you might not know how to, and you might need to hire somebody to help you. That's a whole different thing. Yep. But let's just not panic and operate on the premise. Well, your, 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 your muscle doesn't know the difference between a barbell and a dumbbell. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just knows resistance. You, you have everything you need. If you're in an apartment and you have, I don't know, what, a five by seven foot space we said we said it when this whole thing started early in the year if guys in prison can come out jacked so can you yeah you're good so don't freak out and don't panic and don't go down the road of what i call catastrophizing where i can't work out you know without a gym well no no you can figure it out well i need to go somewhere to get myself mentally right well no you can figure it out that's a beauty of being human we have an amazing ability to adapt. So number one, I think you're giving people too much credit, Bobby. You need them to use their brains. Have you looked around recently? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, you turned into a real misanthrope lately. And if you don't know what that word means, it means Joe has a hatred of humanity. Kind of down a little bit, but we'll, we'll discuss that offline. You need a real attitude question, but you might be right. But my point is, you can figure it out. You've so, got the capacity. Let's just, let's, yeah. Time to put foot to ass. Let's get to work. Yeah. So, number one, don't panic. So, keep calm. Next step, number two, treat this like a business. 
-hmm. Treat this like your household income. Treat this uh, like you're making a plan, like you're going on a vacation, right? If I go to plan a vacation, uh, my budget's going to play a role in where I'm going to go, Joe. Yeah. My well, going you have to, to measure like what, what are your, what are the expenses associated with this? And what are the, the resources that you have to work with? Yeah. I mean, if my budget's 200 bucks, I'm, I'm probably not going to Bali. Right. Yeah. So I got to kind of determine my budget. So how are you going to determine your budget? How much expendable income do you have? And remember, you're not just pulling money out of nowhere. You may have been paying yeah. 150 bucks a month for a gym membership. Put that towards something else. You know, put that towards yourself. You may be one of the people that's fortunate enough to pay a trainer 120 bucks an hour three times a week. Well, now what's your monthly budget? You have a huge yeah. monthly budget. And even besides COVID, Joe, I know people who have made the decision to long-term invest in themselves and their fitness. Weird. said, I'm paying 150 bucks a month. So how much is that a year? Well, 150 times 12, I'm spending $1,800 a year. Huh. In three years, I'm spending $5,400, you know, on, on yeah. a gym membership. I wonder what I could buy in equipment for $5,400. Gosh, I, I decked out my entire garage for $1,200 by me. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's been happening before COVID. So, look a little long term. It's not like you, 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 might, you might pay a lot up front for your gym equipment in your house, but... You're going to have that forever. You don't need another gym membership. I've always said, Joe, the, 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 the big danger to the gym industry with COVID is it's not just the initial shutdown. It's that yeah. people are going to figure out that they can get fit on their own and they don't need the gym and they're not going to come back. Well, but that's been a threat to the gym industry forever. Yeah. You know I mean, like that's not new, but I think this is definitely going to be like a new wave of that. You know, yeah, a lot, like everything is sold out online. People are definitely investing in buying plates and buying bars and buying racks. Yep. You can't get like a skier or a rower right now. You know what I mean? Like stuff is so backward. So start, start thinking outside the box a little bit. And what are you willing to spend on yourself? Because frankly, what you're going to be willing to spend is going to affect how you're going to move forward. Yeah. Right. If, if you're a person sitting at home and you can afford a $25,000 gym in your garage or your basement and you can afford, you know, a thousand dollars a month for an online trainer. Well, shit, you're making a different decision than if you're yeah. a starving student in a 600 square foot apartment, like you're, you're dealing with different things here. So determine your budget and, and, and what you're looking for and never be afraid to invest in yourself. You well, know, it's it, funny. It, I, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to, you know, it's just funny what people are willing to spend money on and, and, and what they're not willing to spend money on. So I, I had a, during one of the closures in Salt Lake, I could not believe how lined up the liquor store was. Right. And people don't listen. I, I'm not a, no, I'm not an abstainer. I love my Hennessy, but listen, <laughs> if you can go and you can drop 300 bucks every two weeks at the liquor store, you can invest in your fitness. It's ridiculous what people spend money on. Well, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Cause what I was going to say is when, when you have a budget in front of you, now you're shopping for value. Yeah. You know what I mean, I used to complain when, when I owned a gym, it was like, people would come in and be like, you know, what are your monthly rates? And it'd be like oh, 150 bucks a month. And they're like, well, 24 hour fitness is nine ninety nine. 
How can you charge 150 bucks? They charge 999. It's like, it's not the same thing. You're not coming in here to purchase one fitness, please. Yeah. How much do you charge for one fitness? It's like, this isn't how it works. It's the value. What you get here is a community, a coach, a personalized program. You get that accountability. You get somebody who's calling you up saying, are you going to make it to class tonight? You don't get that for 999 a month. No. And what's funny is the person who doesn't want to pay your 150, but wants to pay the 999 at, at 24 hour fitness, mm-hmm. that person has no problem going and buying a seven series BMW. Right. Uh, and they think it would be ridiculous to buy like a Dodge Caravan or you yeah. know, whatever the it's, it's what, value. It's what do you value, value? Right. I would never drive a Kia. Okay, great. And then <laughs> yeah. don't compare my brand, which is the BMW seven series. Don't compare that to the Kia. Like yeah. it's just, and I don't mean to put down a Kia. I think, I think they make a great car. So I, I I'm just saying those people or those people will spend $200 for a bottle of scotch mm-hmm. and they'll look down on me for spending 20 bucks on a bottle of Hennessy, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever the comparable thing is. So just don't be afraid to invest in yourself. And if you're going to go out and be one of these people, that's going to drop a thousand bucks on a PlayStation five, yeah. drop some money to look after yourself. So just think about investing in yourself. So determine your budget. Yep. Because your budget will determine what is going to be a value to you. And you're going to make a better decision about how to move forward because it gets a little tricky. Absolutely. Now, number three and four, they kind of go together, Mm -hmm. get equipment. And I'll tell you what four is now hire a professional. So getting equipment will cover first, but I want to circle back to that, Joe, because you might not need equipment, right? Well, this, this to me, this is a really interesting question because you and I are both professionals. So if somebody were to ask me like, what equipment should I have at home? I will tell you exactly what I have at my home. You know what I mean? Like you're going to need X, Y, and Z because I can be super fit and super strong and ready to do anything at the drop of a hat if I have X, Y, and Z. But for other people, it might be different. It might be different if you're not a pro and you're just trying to like build a level of fitness. And so it's, it's like sort of a tricky question of like, what has the greater value? And I like the fact that we tie these two together because if you're working with a pro, they're going to be able to do a lot more with less. Yeah. Here's, here's how I look at it now, Joe, I've kind of got away from the whole fitness angle. I mean, I'm heavily involved in fitness, so I Mm -hmm. want to explain that, but I don't look at it as like sets, reps, working out. I look at it as more problem solving right now. Yeah. So people will, it's, it's part of like my sales. It's not really a sales pitch. I just talk people through kind of what I offer and what my, services are. But if, if you come to me, Hey, and this is a question I get routinely. Can I take part in your program with no gear? Yes. I have yeah. a solution for that. I have, I can do that problem solving. And so whenever you come to me, Joe, if you came to me and said, Hey, I want to get fit, uh, you know, for fighting, what can we do together? I'm going to get a list of the equipment that you have currently. Right. Exactly. I'm going to make a prescription I'm going to give you some alternate prescriptions. Like if you're willing to go buy this, this, and this, then we can do this. But at the end of the day, I'm just solving a problem and I can solve the fitness problem with a floor. I don't need burpees and deadlifts. Now it can get convoluted a little bit. Like if you tell me you want to be a world champion powerlifter, well, we're probably going to need some gear and we might need some specialized gear. However, for most people, 99.9% of us, we're just trying to look a little better naked. So well, I, and, and, and I like the way that you, 
I, I like the way that you phrase that as problem solving, because a lot of people I'll start working with them and they have like literally nothing. And we're just doing body weight stuff. And then they'll, they'll, you know, call me up and say, Hey, I can pick up a, a fan bike for, you know, 50 bucks off my, my retired neighbor. Um, can we work that into the program? Like, yeah, absolutely. Is it necessary to the program? Not at all, but does it give us more options? Yeah, for sure. You know, and then a, a few weeks later, like, Hey, I, I came across a couple of 25 pound dumbbells at a garage sale. Can we work those in? Yeah. It just, it like more toys just means more options, but it doesn't mean that you're limited by not having them. Not yeah, really. we'll figure it out. And yeah. if it comes to the point where, where you're unhappy with your progress, you have different goals. Or, or, <laughs> even more so if you're as fit as humanly possible with zero gear, like where's the problem exactly? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if you're so fit doing body weight stuff, the only way you're going to get fitter is to go out and buy a barbell and a bunch yeah. of plates. Like, cool, man. And, That's and this, awesome. is why, this is why these go hand in hand, because if your budget is just for ease of math, we'll call it a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Do you want to put more of that into hiring a professional or more of that into hiring? Gear? Well, here's, here's wanna- what happens. You put a thousand bucks and you build a really nice garage gym. I said, I did my whole gym for like 1200 bucks. Yep. Weights, bars. I built a platform, a rack. Like I got everything I need in there. And, and a lot of the stuff I already had. So maybe call it a $1,500 gym, but that leaves nothing in your budget to hire a coach. So now you're kind of on your own. What is that worth if you don't use it? What is that worth now, if, if you don't have a plan in place? And, and so, and, but you've got multiple options there. So maybe hire a professional first to start getting fit and chip away at the equipment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you buy the equipment and try on your own for three months. So your budget gets replenished and then hire somebody. Maybe you buy the gym equipment and then sign up for a service like the maximuspodcast.com. And then you get your workouts to at least have access to a coach and access to other people who can help you. But I don't know. The reason these are grouped together is I don't know if one of these is necessarily more valuable than the other. I think it depends on your individual needs. And and let me explain that, Joe. I don't need a coach. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's not true. Actually, I do need a coach, but I am capable of coaching myself well enough to meet my goals. If, if I want to be remarkably more fit, I'm going to need a coach. Absolutely. Mm. Because I have biases and I need to get out of my own head and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something, Bobby, this might, this might sound a little bit like flattery, but I used to need a coach and now I don't need a coach. And the reason I don't need a coach is because I got Maximus body. That book is like kind it. of my coach. It gives me the program. It gives me everything I need. And honestly, if I want to go any deeper, I'll just call you up. So I'm kind of lucky on that end. Yeah. We do use each other for that, by the way, because yeah. I do ask you a lot of advice too, but here's, here's what I'm getting at. If money was no object, I would move to LA and probably hire Gunner. Yeah. You right. know, or I'd move to New York and hire Don Saladino mm-hmm. or I'd move to New Jersey. And you know what I would do? If uh, money was no object, I would travel around and train with all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Joe DeFranco, Jay Ferrugia. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of people I really respect and love and, and I would hire them. Oh, still, still dying to go see uh, uh, Sean Hayes down in Florida. Yeah, him too. Right. Like, so, yeah. so, you know, I would, I would, I would hire coaches. I, yeah. I absolutely would. But if budget's an issue and my goal is only to look good for the cover of men's health, well, shit. I mean, I can kind of accomplish, I'm doing all right on that on my own. Yeah, yeah. I may decide to put some money into equipment. On the other hand, if I didn't have the breadth of knowledge that I do or the years of history, yeah, 
I might need to hire a coach to learn. And so imagine now I took up a new hobby like shooting or mm-hmm. archery or uh, fly fishing, or I would absolutely want to hire a coach because I don't have yeah. the same. Depth yeah, it's, yeah. Use this like, like learning to play the violin. Yeah. I need a coach. Do you want, do you want to hire the, the violin instructor first or do you want to buy a violin? And it's like, I, you know, you can't really play the violin without a violin, but you're not going to have a clue of what you're doing if you it don't is. have the coach. So it almost makes more sense to say, you know what, I'm going to start taking lessons. I'll borrow a violin. And when I get to the point where I know what I need, then I can look at investing. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be like when I was taking piano lessons as a kid, mm-hmm. like we actually had a piano in the house, but you, you might not have needed one. It wasn't a great piano. It was an old one handed sure. down from you know, my grandmother, we didn't, we didn't have a lot. We didn't have some grand piano or anything like that. But when I did piano lessons, like I'd go to the piano teacher and they had a piano there I could use. Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, that might be your, might, might be your deal. Um, in, 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 yeah, I mean the piano example, like we had an ancient piano that was handed down and handed down and handed down. Uh, at some point I might've needed something better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was out of tune. It was old. Yeah. It was, yeah. I, like, you're not taking that piano on a national tour. Right? No, but I didn't need that <laughs> right away. Like a, like a piano that cost a couple hundred bucks was good yeah. enough. Yeah. You know, so you got to decide that getting your equipment, hiring a professional, they kind of go hand in hand because different needs for different people. Right. Mm-hmm. And you've got to figure out, and by the way, it might just be a like thing. And I think this is underestimated uh, or, people don't give enough credit to it, but if you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to continue. Right. So if you hate doing no gear workouts, you're going to fail your program Yeah. because you're not going to follow it anymore. So you might need to have to buy equipment. Like Joe, I'll tell you, I don't really care. I'll work out anywhere, Mm -hmm. anytime. I figured it out. I've proven it. In fact, a lot of times I prefer no gear training to Mm -hmm. gear training. So I'm fine. But if I hate doing it, I'm not going to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, 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 yeah, I like working out, but if I hate the skier or hate the rower, I'm not going to be on it. You know what I mean? Well, and I'll tell you so, what, if, if buying the, the latest gizmo off of the, the home shopping network gets you doing something, I'm all for it. You know, and there, there's, there's a lot of, like I've had a lot of clients who have, you know, uh, again, restricted budgets. They're working with me. And it's like, Hey, uh, I just managed to pick up some TRX bands. Like, cool. Like that gives us tons of new stuff to work with and it can really improve engagement and, and, and they use them and they like them. That's what's going to work. Like the work you're doing is going to be the work that's effective. The work that you could do doesn't do anything for you. Yep. That's exactly it. So get equipment, hire a professional, figure out kind of what you want to do there, but let's run with a, with a, with a, with a base assumption, Joe. Okay. Knowledge is always more important than equipment. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. It's cool to have the fancy thing. And listen, I like my toys, but without the knowledge, it doesn't matter. So it's kind of like the, the old phrase, my sports psychologist used to use this Brian Kane. So I've got to give him credit for it, but, but K minus a equals zero knowledge minus action equals nothing. I wrote so you, that down. I wrote that down in one of the old training manuals when I was at your seminar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It, it, it's, it's important. And, and it's where in the margins. Is, yeah. Is like, great. You have, you have all the equipment and everything and you can, you, you don't know how to use it. You're done. Yeah. Like you need to put it into action and you might need some help to do that. So kind of pick, kind of pick what you want to do there. Then the final thing 
is treat it seriously because here's what I tell people when they hire me. They ask for guarantees sometimes. Yeah. Can you, I refuse to offer one because I can't do the work for you. Mm -hmm. I can advise you. I can write you the best damn program in the world. I can, you know, be there to call you and hold your hand and motivate you and all that other stuff. But if you're not willing to do the work, I I can't guarantee shit. I can guarantee I can show you the way I cannot make you walk on that path. So if you're going to do this, you've got to treat it seriously, you know? Mm. And that's where I think people are going to have a hard time. And that's one example the gym does have. There's something about driving to the gym, getting ready, showing up that kind of puts your ass in motion a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, there's like a psychological ritual to get yeah, yeah, like, doing it. And then, the, then there's the whole, the value proposition again of like, I've actually spent money and I'm in a place that that gives me, you know, now I know what I'm paying for. I know that, that, you know, 150, 200 bucks a month that I'm spending gets me access to this. Yeah. You know what I call it? Putting on your uniform. Yeah. Right. There's, there's something that happens when you, you go to work and put on your suit and you change out of your scrubs. Yeah. There's, there's something that happens. Now I'll use play on the word scrubs, right? When you change out of your street clothes and put on your scrubs, you become the doctor. Yep. You're not a doctor when you're off, right? When I was yeah. a cop, it's like when I put on my uniform, I became the police, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, 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 I chuckle my- because when I was a CEO, I used to have like a, my Thundercats t-shirt. It's just like a black t-shirt with a Thundercats logo on it. I wore that under my uniform because I wanted to be reminded. Yeah. This uniform means something, you know, like yep. it's the job. And it's kind of the deal, right? When I want to become, you know, not just Rob McDonald, but Rob Maximus McDonald or, or Bobby Maximus, I put on my fight gear. Yeah. Like, so, and even now, Joe, I will tell you when I go to the gym, I have an outfit. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm at the gym, I'm wearing my 10,000 clothes. Yeah. I'm wearing my Lalo shoes. I'm usually these days in like a first form shirt. Like I've got my workout gear Mm -hmm. on. And when I'm at home, I might wear some different stuff. You know what I mean? So it's just put on your outfit and, and, and get to work. And that's where the gym can be valuable. But if you don't have a gym to go to, you're going to have to figure out ways to do this for yourself at home. And so what I recommend certainly is a good outfit. Yeah. Because there's something about putting that outfit on and getting ready to train versus walking downstairs in your jogging pants and just trying to do your best. Yep. Like yeah. get yourself ready. You know, one of the things I actually used to do, Joe, and, and my sports psychologist, you know, kind of gave me this too. Do you know, I used to shower before every workout. People were like, what are you doing <laughs> to work out? Like you're just going to fight and roll around anyway it was a way for me to turn myself on mentally. Yeah. And it was this whole process of like, I'm washing all the grime away, washing the dirt away, washing the laziness away. Like I am getting ready to work. Like I treated it because it was my job to be a professional fighter. Like I was showing up for work and how this came about, you know, Brian told me, he's like, what would you do? Tell me if you had a real job, because I had a hard time thinking of fighting as a real job. Right, yeah. How would you get ready for work? Well, I suppose I would shower and put on a uniform. Well, why don't you do that for fighting? 
like yeah. make it real. So if, if, if you're going to go to the, you know, gym in your basement, put on an outfit, put on your good shoes, like have something that kind of just helps you flip the switch. Yeah. And, and I would say too, whatever rituals you've had in place, try to find a way to keep them going. So if like, uh, uh, one of my things when I owned a gym was before every workout, I would row for 10 minutes, 10 minutes on the rower. Now I don't have a rower at home. So you know what I do? 10 minutes on the fan bike. Yeah. Or, or run for 10 minutes, just something, just something, keep that ritual alive, keep it going because there is, like you said, there's a mental switch that happens. When my shoes are on, I'm wearing my workout shorts. I got my workout shirt on. I'm already doing the warm up. Like now yeah. I'm in the zone. Now it's workout time. No, for sure. And, and the other one, Joe, that I do is music. Yeah. I'm very particular about it. Obsessive compulsive almost. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sunday nights, usually reggae. Uh, <laughs> Monday's this playlist that I got going on. That's usually like a little bit harder Monday motivation type stuff. Tuesday's deadlifts and slow jams. But on my drive to the gym every day, I listen to my playlist. I don't take calls. Yeah. It's kind of a way for me to clear my head. And so now I'm not driving to the gym anymore. What do I do? Well, I can sit and, and listen to my music. I can walk with headphones and listen to music. Like you can adapt, but I I'll, I'll tell you one of the things I did with my, my home gym is I got one of those little uh, Bluetooth speakers. Like yeah. I actually got a nice one because I had like a kind of a little, cruddy one but like listening to music on your phone speakers isn't great you know what i mean but having like a nice speaker and being able to get decent amount of sound in there like it makes a difference it turns a garage into a gym yeah but sit for 10 minutes and listen to it before you work Mm -hmm. out if that's what you did before so figure that out now you mentioned that you were turning your garage into a gym have a certain space in your house where you train yeah like don't just try to train in any room at random have a place where you go to work make an office they recommend, I say they, like there's just some mysterious force. I think it was actually, I think the Illuminati is who recommends it. But um, if that's even a real thing, and, and, and sorry, I dropped your name, Illuminati. Don't murder me in my sleep. If you are real, I apologize. I saw it on Angels versus Demons. But um, which is a really weird documentary about the church, by the way, that the, the, the guy that, that's in it looks Could like you just get to the point, fuck's so, sake. Here's the deal. I get distracted, Joe. You know how I am. I'm but what I was going to say was they, they say that if you work from home, you need an office. Yes. Well, I know a lot of people that work from home that they have an office where they can actually close the door. Yeah. And it's like if their spouse wants something, if the door's closed, like they're unavailable, they're working. So you should be able to do the same thing with the gym, like have a space where you can train. And I do believe as well, psychologically, your brain is wired to recognize spaces. Yeah. Right. Like there's this old thing about if you are traveling, never do email in your bed. Like yeah. don't turn the bed into an office at the hotel. Cause a lot of people lay on the bed and open their laptop and they yep. start doing no, 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 no. Cause your, your, your brain will recognize that as a place of work. And when you go to mm-hmm. sleep, you, your body doesn't want to go to sleep. So uh, and that, that relates to home as, as well. You'll hear the phrase, the, the bedrooms for sleeping and sex. That's it. Yep. Arguments out of the bedroom, work out of the bedroom. Well, you can use that psychology and flip it. Have a place where you're tuned up to train. Yeah. Where when you go into that little room, when you go into that corner of the basement, when you go into that garage, you're ready to work. I mean, I'll bet with you, you look at your garage now as more of a place to work out than a place to park the car. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And you should think of it like this. When you do pull the car and you're like, why am I parking my car in the gym? I need to work out. <laughs> like when you walk through there, you should feel compelled to work out. Yeah, no, that's, right? that's hundred percent the case. It is a gym space. Yeah. Protect yourself. Have your spouse watch the kids maybe. And, and mm-hmm. by the way, I do not do this. I love having my kids there when I'm trained because I want to, you know, give them a positive example, but not everybody's me. Yeah. You may need some private time for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour to yourself to get your shit done. Right. So protect yourself and know your limitations. Kind of like the alcoholic can't go to a bar. Yeah. Or if you're, if you're Bobby Maximus and, and you're a sour patch kidaholic or a Swedish fish, <laughs> don't have it in the damn house because I cannot stop myself from eating them. Don't have that shit in the house. It's the same kind of thing. Like, if you're always getting distracted by the kids, like don't beat yourself up over it. Just try to train by yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? And, and to that end, I mean, you might have to work this out. Like if you're, if you're married, you know, maybe tag team with the spouse, you take the kids for an hour. I'll take the kids for an hour. Yeah. Like do, do it again. If this has value, what are you willing to, to invest in that? Well, and it's funny because people are like, well, then we're not going to spend time together. Well, you're spending time with the kids anyway, and you're not getting quality time together. So you might as well better yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. And by the way, you don't have to work out every day because when we, if we circle back to the problem solving thing, Joe, have you written for programs for people who want to work out once a week? Yeah. What about people that want to work out two times a week? Yep. What about people that want to work five times a week? Yep. Yep. So you can figure this out. So it might be like an alternating schedule where, you know, you get Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and, and your wife gets Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. Or it might take a little bit of sacrifice where you wake up at five in the morning before anyone's up and work out. Yeah. Or I mean, and, and this, this happened early on in the pandemic and I imagine it'll happen again if offices are shut down. Well, you don't have a commute anymore. Yeah. So use that time. So there you go. So these are just some kind of things. So we'll recap. Number one, don't panic. There is a solution to your problem. I don't want you to catastrophize and play the doom and gloom game where it's all of a sudden your gym shut down and you don't know what you're going to do and you're going to fall off whatever fitness wagon you are on. A lot of people just give up, Joe, and there's no reason to, and there's no reason to be panicked. So we're going to make a plan now. Determine your budget. How much you're willing to spend? How much do you value yourself or do you value booze and cigarettes more? Right. Like start picking what you need uh, more of in your life and invest in yourself. It's really funny, actually, Joe. People will go cheap, 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 cheap. I wonder what they would pay at the end of their life for five extra years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or when you really get sick, what you'd pay to be, you know, to get yeah. fit. So what, start to value yourself, but determine your budget. And then it's kind of a mix, right? Get equipment, hire a professional, hire a professional, get equipment, hire a service like the maximuspodcast.com, 24 dollars a month. And you listen, don't have to- Listen, if you can't swing $24.99 a month during this pandemic, I, we're, we need to have a talk. Yeah, that's it. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because everyone can afford $24.99, right? Like, like let's be- For listen, what yeah. you get for $24.99, you goddamn right you can afford it. You yeah, can't yeah, afford yeah, not but- to have it. No, but even without getting it, Joe, like the people that'll say they can't afford it to go to Subway every week and buy a footlong sub, mm-hmm. you, can, you can certainly afford it. So maybe try that first. And if that works for you, awesome. If it doesn't, then you might need to hire somebody one-on-one, which by the way, that's going to cost a fuck ton more. But yep. 
at least you tried the other thing. Yeah. You know, and remember this free stuff is great. However, you get what you pay for. Exactly. There's a lot of free resources and stuff, but it's kind of like the old thing with the self-help books. Self-help books don't work because you're already fucked up. You can't help yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, great. You're in here. You know, you go, you go into Barnes and Noble or whatever, go to the self-help section, how to get some self-esteem, how to fix yourself, how to, well, you, you're already fucking broken. <laughs> like you need a professional. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a therapist is probably going to be better for you than some book. Yeah. So, but you can try the book first. And if it works for you, awesome. Save yourself a bunch of money. If not, escalate, upgrade, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So start, start looking into that. And you may want to hire a professional to help you buy equipment, save yourself money. I do that service for people all the time. Yeah, I do. Yeah. People ask hey, me all the time. What should I get? Like, can I great. pay you for an hour of your time mm-hmm. to help me put a gym together? Yeah, absolutely. I'll cancel yeah. because that way you don't waste your money on a bunch of useless stuff. People are like, do I need a dumbbell rack with fives and tens and fifteens and twenties? And I'll be like, listen, I use the fives, I use the 25s and I use the hundreds. Mm-hmm. You use anything else? No, you're fine. Like you can start, I can start to help people. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and you can too. So maybe hire a professional to do gym consult. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Actually our, our buddy Jeep Gustick does that for a living. Yeah. Like he does gym consulting for big universities and uh, like real weight rooms, you know, where he's like, you're going to want this, you're going to want this, <laughs> people you have. Well, you do that for home. I, I chuckle because you're going to end up with a friggin' reverse hyper, whether you think you need it or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But, right. Like I, I mean, I'm, Joe, I'm not against money. Anyone listening here, you want to throw some money at me and Joe, we'll gladly yeah. sit down with you for an hour on the hey, phone. Times are tough, man. You're not the only ones that are struggling. <laughs> I'll fucking source some equipment for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I like yeah. getting people more fit and I might be yeah. part of the process. And then 100%. number five, treat it seriously. Yeah. Like you've got to understand that just because you're at home, it doesn't mean you're not going to get as fit. You need to treat this like your job. Yeah. So you guys uh, get ready for a rough ride here. Like everything's starting to shut down. And like we said at the start of the podcast, you may agree with it. You may not agree with it, but like if your gym decides to shut down, you can't do shit about it. Yeah. Yeah. You better, you better. Gym owners. That's different. Gym owners. You have to make a decision. Yeah. You want to, do you want to incur fines? Do you want to stay open to help your members? That, like, that, that's a whole nother podcast. You got to pay your mortgage. Like I get it. And, and I actually support gym owners are staying open. I, to, to be honest with you, like I tried to play it off the fence at the start, but you want to stay open, stay open. I, I, I think you're doing a good thing. But as a, as a member, you may not have a choice. And by the way, Joe, I'll tell you this, and it may come as a shock to you or, or other people. I love the global gym, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like the global gym. See, I'm either super fancy or super like living in the gutter. <laughs> I am fine working out in a dirty, dark bottom of a well yeah. or like a garage with spider whips. I like that. On the other hand, I like going to the global gym and. Oh, I like it neat and clean. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I don't even need it clean, man. I need to be more pampered than that. I want the locker room. Uh I want my sauna, my eucalyptus steam room. I want them to serve me this eucalyptus rosemary cayenne water that's supposed to like cleanse my skin. (laughs) It's what what I always say, it's it's a different experience. And and I feel like too many people overvalue the fancy stuff. Like this is the guy who will drop a thousand bucks on a barbell, but has a 95 pound snatch. 
Yeah. You know, and 185 pound deadlift. And it's like, dude, I'm, you, you I'm with to- you. I'm <laughs> with you. The point I was trying to make though, I'm not going to pay, even if my gym's open 150 bucks a month to go to a gym without a shower, without a sauna, yeah. without a glimpses room. And where I have to wear a mask when I can work out in my dirty, dark, yeah, you know, yeah. dungeon without a mask and just like walk up. Hey, to my again, my, my gym is open, right? My gym, yeah. I've got a shower. <laughs> I've got how many ever changes of clothes I own. Like they're all right there. So my gym is in my garage. My gym will stay open. And if there are people out there that need somebody to work out with, hit me up because I'm doing workouts every day. We can do them together. Yep. It's true. You know what I mean? So it's like that kind of deal. So figure out what you want, guys. Uh, listen, Joe and I are available for hire. Uh, DM us. Send us an email. Mine's bobby at bobbymaximus.com. Yours is joe at joesabula.com. You got it. Uh, C-E-B-U-L-A is how you spell Sabula because it's not exactly uh, to what I'm looking for. Easily spelled. If yeah. you've never heard that name before. You're the only one I've ever met with that last name, by the way. But I know, it's rare email us and we can give you a consultation. Uh, we don't have set rates um, simply because it's problem solving. Yeah, like the is. rates are going to be dependent on what you need. And, and we're pretty honest with you. Some people will be like, Hey, join the Maximus podcast. Yep. That's, that's, that's easy. Like that's what it, it, if, if you, if I'm like, Hey, what's your budget? And you're like about 25 bucks a month, you're not going to get a better deal than, right. than joining the podcast group. You know, and, and we'll tell you honestly, what stuff costs. If you want us to sit on the phone with you an hour a day or on a zoom and walk you through personal workouts, well, you're going to pay a lot. Yeah. If, if you want a service like the Maximus podcast, we can give you a lot of value for 24 bucks. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get in touch and we can kind of like kind of pitch you on what, what we can do for you. And it's just, uh, you know, individual based versus like, Hey, you can have this package. Yep. So if you're, if you're looking to hire somebody where your people, uh, if not, then, then honestly, like best of luck on your own. And we do have a lot of resources up on Instagram, things like that. The Maximus podcast again. And, uh, y- you know, I'd say good luck, but I don't believe in really luck, like good fortune, maybe <laughs> because you, you kind of set your own table with the fortune, but get ready. Uh, and, and you guys might need to put some work in here. And, and, and by the way, if you think you don't, this is going to be over in six weeks. Cool. There'll be something else. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, time to start getting fit. Hey, tough times make for tough people. Yeah. I, I guess so. Beans, beans. And I prefer the, we have this saying now, Joe, we always tell each other desperate times. <laughs> he asked me the other day, he's like, Dad, what does that even mean? <laughs> it calls for, for desperate measures. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you. The MaximusPodcast.com. Uh, give us your fucking money. That's it. That's all I got, Joe. All right, man. Till next time. Oh, one more thing that I have sure. to address. What's that? If uh, anyone's listening to this that knows Byron Godfrey, shoot that guy a DM and ask him how he feels about the Andrew <laughs> Hopkins trade right now and maybe the greatest catch of all time uh, <laughs> in the NFL last week. This makes me drop. It. Oh my God. Is it sad that I saw that replay and I immediately thought of Byron? Immediately. <laughs> this is why you don't trade this guy for a bag of chips. It's it's like in Star Wars, you know, I suddenly hear the scream of a thousand voices suddenly silenced. <laughs> it's like I could hear I could hear the soul of Byron Godfrey screaming in horror. People won't stop either one of my NBA guys uh, tweeted out the other day 
the Houston Rockets, which is a completely different sport, traded a guy named Robert Covington. And the guy put up uh, the Houston Rockets traded Robert Covington for more first round picks than the Houston Texans got for DeAndre Hopkins. So if you, you feel like harassing Byron, harassing him, he's, he's in the dark state. I think he's given up. <laughs> he's trying so hard. I applaud you know, his efforts, but man, enough. And then, enough. And then the other guy, James Harden, he doesn't want to play for Houston anymore. He's oh, done. Yeah. He doesn't like Tillman for oh, Peter's political views. So he's out. It's tough times, man. Tough times. Yep. All right, my man. We'll talk talk later. Hey, guys, thank you so much for supporting us. And uh, support yourself by joining the MaximusPodcast.com and, and getting your ass to work in your basement, garage, backyard, living room, kitchen, whatever the hell you got. Because you're the last of a dying breed.